Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-aged child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about how to unlock the full potential of our children that have learning differences and difficulties. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and I help parents of school-aged children turn their chaos into connection with their adolescent. I offer parent education videos every week, online courses, and coaching. And if that wasn't enough, I bring experts in on other fields onto the Impactful Parent stage to teach you even more. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Dr. Victoria Waller. And Dr. Waller is an educator that specializes in learning differences. Her book, Yes, Your Child Can, Creating Success for Children with Learning Differences, helps parents identify not what's wrong with their child, but what's right with their child. And Victoria helps parents identify their child's passions, their interests, their strengths, and teaches parents how they can use that information to help their child unlock their creativity and reach their full potential. So I'm happy to have her on today. Thank you for being here. delight. I'm so happy to be here. But that's so interesting what you started with. That was fantastic. Yes, I've been teaching children for over 40 years. I never called it learning disabilities. And I love that you called it learning differences because that's what it is. Because the students I work with do not have disabilities. They have abilities. It's just that they have other issues that people don't think about their abilities. I had a parent the other day come in. I said, well, what is your son really like before I, she said, well, I guess Legos. And that was all she could say. This child, he knows everything about sharks and whales. I got that in the first session. He, we called the man who was caught in the whale's mouth last year. He's a lobster fisherman, Michael Packard. I, we called him you know, you can call everybody, you look up on Zoom. And this child who couldn't read or write managed to give me all the questions. He had a million questions for Michael. Then he read them and you'd say, but he can't read. Well, he wrote it. He knows what he wrote. He read it and he interviewed Michael Packard on Zoom, the man who was caught in the whale's mouth. And I'm telling you, he asked him questions that I don't even know the answers to. That's how bright this child is. And the mom said, well, yeah, he could do Legos. Find those strengths and passions in your child. Yes, they may have some differences. Find the strengths and passions. That's why my book is different. My parents all open a book that says ADHD. If you look in their bookshelves, they have all the books lined up, every single book. Did you read them, I asked, because I love some of these books. They go, no. I opened it up and there was a picture of a brain and I didn't understand what it was. My book became a step-by-step, starting with, I have a gut feeling, or he'll snap out of it, don't worry about it. No, the child is not going to snap out of it. And if you have a gut feeling, you get my book and it will take you on a journey of what do I do? The first thing you do, okay? get rid of gut feeling, you're called into the principal's office. You're scared to death. Oh no, like you're a kid. I'm called in the principal's office. Find out what are they saying about your child? Who can you go to to get your child tested? Your school will probably give you a list of people. 
find out what their strengths are and find out why they can't read or why they're not writing or why are they looking out the window? Like one of my students, I have a big tree outside of my window. I had him for three years and he's inattentive. And that's always tricky because a hyperactive kid, you see him running around. This child was just in his own world. And he said, you know, you have an alligator on your tree. What? I've lived here 30 years. What are you talking about? I said, look, yes, the whole bark of the tree looks like an alligator. And he said, oh, yeah, I've been looking at that for three years. And I laughed. I thought, how interesting. I had no idea that he really, I knew he wasn't paying attention, but he had seen this alligator in his tree. Well, two things happened. A mom came to my door, looked like she was having a heart attack. They want my child to be tested by a brain doctor. What's wrong with his brain? I said, no, it's what's right with his brain. She was so scared. She needed my book to tell her, okay, who can test your child? Your school will help you with that. Who to test? They'll give you a list. Okay, then they may say your child could use some medication. Please don't be afraid of it. I'm not a medical doctor but I know that there, it's not just one medicine anymore. There's lots of medicines that help a child can just tweak that inattention that they can then succeed and be who they are supposed to be. Um, then I have a part on testing and how you interview the person before you, you test the, you're going, what? Yes, there are questions to ask. What are you gonna do? How long will it take? I think the thing that's the best about my book at the end of every chapter of this journey you're taking, there are blue boxes and then there's follow up with questions. So if you've read what to ask somebody who's testing your child, you go to the back of that, after you've read the book, you go to the back and go, here's the list. You make a quick copy of it and you take it with you and there's your list. I get into working with, I'm telling you, working with getting the best tutor you can get. I'm an educational therapist with a doctorate. You don't have to have somebody like me. You can have the kid's greatest second grade teacher. You have no idea. I met a girl the other day, 32 years old. She told me about penny money. I said, penny money? You mean like money penny from, from James Bond? She said, no, her name was Money Penny. And she said, I had her all the way through elementary school and she changed my life. What was she? she had been my second grade teacher. It doesn't matter who it is as long as your child connects to that person. It's that person, probably the most important person. I, I hate to say it, moms and dads, probably more important than you because I, I can get more out of a child than I think a mom or dad because the mom or dad, you're worried. And, and did you do your homework? Did you do this, this? They come into me and they go, I don't wanna do my homework. I go. Let's do it anyway, and then we'll do something fun like interviewing the man who was caught in a whale's mouth. So you always, and when I ask parents, your child's passions and strengths are the, you have to work with them. Do you know, in over 40 years, I have never, ever found a child that didn't have an interest. One child had an interest in the Titanic. He was in first grade. The teacher says, can you imagine, they're having a literary tea day. The teacher says, okay, everybody gets, comes dressed as their own character you want to. She looks at him and says, Josh, don't come dressed in anything like the Titanic. The mother calls me. 
she's Vicki, what do I do? What do I do? I said, well, if you go to the principal and you tell her about the teacher, the teacher's going to get in trouble. You go to the teacher and tell her, I know this teacher. She might not be really nice to your son. So that day came. I called. I said, what happened? I'm so excited about the literary tea day. She said, I kept him home. I was devastated. She said, the teacher said he couldn't come dressed and that's what he wanted. She had, it was when the Titanic, there was a big thing coming. I think it's whatever number, the 100th anniversary. We all got dressed as people on the Titanic and she had a dinner. I found Robert Ballard, the, the, explore, the man who explored and found the Titanic. And my student wrote to him and he wrote back and he said, and I have a hard time not crying, Dream big, Josh, and don't let anyone talk you out of your dreams. Because he knew that teacher about that. And the mother went and had, we all, can you imagine, we all dressed in Titanic costumes. I wore a beautiful gown, by the way. I went to a, one of those stores that has old stuff. And then we went to see the Titanic. The movie was opening. And we all went in these outfits. That's what the mother did. It's just very important to not bash the teacher but do something that will make the child feel good about himself. Or you have a tutor or an ed therapist who they relate to very well. Then in the book, I get to hiring the best person. I said that um, reading, writing, executive functioning. My book is filled with, I use everything Amazon boxes. I swear every day my husband goes, what did you buy? And I go, I don't know, but it's a great box for a project. I use boxes and you give a child a box. I haven't found one child who in five minutes didn't have something they wanted to do with a box. Old cameras, I go on the internet, on eBay, I buy old cameras. And if you go to my website, you can see the children make a character and they either write about that character and they make it out of a camera with like all kinds of, I have all kinds of art supplies and stuff. And then they have to write about it, of course. And they always go, oh, Vicki, I like the making it. I don't want to write. I said, but you have an idea, right? But in my book, I give the parents books to read, books to read to your child. I had a fourth grade student. His dad was still reading to him in fourth grade. And when he started to read, he is never without a book now. He is 17 getting all A's. Read to your child. If they don't want to read to you, one mom said the other day, I make her read a book every night. I said, why don't you just sit down, cuddle with her at night, and you read to her. She's got me, she's got a speech therapist, she's got school, just read to her. Because children will get reading just from hearing the way it works when you read to them. Um, wait, my one student, he had a hamster, he had, and he's Jewish, and he had instead of a bar mitzvah, he had a hamster mitzvah for the hamster. Talk about executive functioning. He planned the entire bar mitzvah, sorry, hamster mitzvah. The entire thing. He was a chef, seven years old. He could come into the kitchen with me and I have a recipe. I follow it. He'd say it's missing a half a teaspoon of salt. He was seven years old. How is that possible? And now he's 17 and he says, Dr. Waller, I still love cooking. Maybe he'll be a chef. I connected him with his chef in LA and he spent an evening following her around in a very famous restaurant. And at the end, I said, well, What'd you think about that? He said, she really works hard. And I said, well, maybe if you really work hard, your dream will come true too. And you'll be able to find something you want to do. I try to give parents 
the exact step-by-step -step that you're going to go through then after and who everybody is, how you ask them, how do you find a tutor? What do you ask them? A mom called me and said, you're the 26th tutor I called. I thought, oh, this is going to be bad. And I, my first thing was, well, what are his passions and strengths? And she said, okay, I already know I like you. And I just talked to her the other day. He's now going into ninth grade. He's getting all A's. Uh, he walks to the beat of a different, different drummer. He does. Um, but he is succeeding. And she said, it's because of me. Uh, you know, I, she's a great mom. Let's put it. Moms and dads are great. Sometimes I think they just need a little help. And I think my book is very down to earth. No brain, no pictures of a brain. Just telling you, if you're going to go to a brain doctor, who are they? What do they ask me? What will I have to do? They're so, everybody's afraid there's something wrong with their child. There's something right with your child. And don't ever forget that. I have never in 40 years, never, now that's weird, worked with a child or had in a class a child that didn't have passions and strengths and was smart. Now, I don't know, maybe there are kids around who have learning differences who aren't smart. I don't know why, but I haven't seen them. And I've worked in the inner city in Detroit, the inner city in Ohio, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and I don't know. I always find something that the children like. And that's just what I do, their passions and their strengths. It's funny, something happened this week. Um, it was Passover, it's a Jewish holiday and you have to sit around a table and you have to read from the book. Oh my gosh, my students who are Jewish go crazy. Reading from a book, they can't read. So I tell the parents, give them a paragraph ahead of time and practice with them and give them that paragraph. So the father, about 10 years ago called, no, didn't call, an email, and it said, I'm crying. And I thought, oh, the Passover Seder, he made the child read. So I, rem I reminded the father, I said, do you remember that? And he said, yes. He said, yes, I remember that he read and I was proud. But what it was, was that he had the, you have gifted him confidence. And that's what I really thank you for. And I thought, I always talk about strengths and passions, but I do, I guess I do give kids confidence. I, I guess I haven't ever thought of it that way, but by giving them strength and passions, I guess they feel confident. And a little girl I've worked with her a whole year and she had to write five description of herself. And she wrote down, I'm smart like Vicki says I am. And I said, that's it. That's the confidence. And all of a sudden she's reading. And of course, I always think it's a miracle. Like how can all of a sudden she's, be, she's reading? She has the confidence. So in school, she's even more attentive, even though she has a little, a little attention problems. She's more attentive. I've tried to teach her. Her mom doesn't want to give her any medication, which is her choice, even though it would help her a little bit. But I try to teach her what to do. And the teacher says, I'm going to give directions here to say, uh oh, Vicki said, listen. Listen to that. If she's reading you a story, you want to look out the window. Okay, fine. You have to decide when you're going to pay attention. It's hard for kids who have trouble with paying attention. It's very difficult. But I really feel that if we do all of this, we find their strengths and passions and you find the right person. I just feel that children will succeed. Parents will, everybody will be happy. And that's what we want. We want them to be happy. And I think the strengths and passions build confidence so that the children do say, yes, I can. 
when a child says that, I'm like so happy. <laughs> I agree. This, uh, this topic is very near and dear to my heart, uh, spending over 20 years in education and seeing lots of kids and having my own children with learning differences too. I know that uh, if you're a parent and you're listening to this right now and you're resonating with what we're talking about, uh, it's scary. It's in a scary spot when you discover that your child is not the same kind of thinker as other people, or maybe not the same kind of learner as other other kids. And there's even um, like a blanket of of shame sometimes that comes over parents where we feel like, what did I do wrong? That's did wrong. I eat in utero? Did I eat the wrong thing? Um, I'm going to say parents give yourself a lot of grace with this. This is people just are made differently and we need to, you know, embrace all those differences because just like you have said today, everybody has these gifts. And from my experience working many, many years in actually gifted education, I find that kids that are very gifted in certain areas, some of them also have learning differences in other areas. So yes, your child could be extremely gifted and they can have a learning difference at the same time. And I think that's, it's just a really hard concept for some people to really grasp, but it just comes from each uniqueness of every person that is born. And I love how your book really focuses on the strengths and what's gonna make them succeed in life. And that's exactly what parents need to do. Um, speaking literally from experience with uh, my first child, he's my oldest. So he was the, the one I experienced this the most with, um, all those fears and anxieties that you're having and, and the push to find help. I had that with my first child who is extremely dyslexic and he is brilliant, absolutely brilliant in what he is good at and nope he can't read very well it's really difficult for him but we have went through a journey of learning how to advocate for himself how to do workarounds how to find the way to to learn he is a very successful college student at this point and it was a journey i'm not going to say it was an easy journey it was a journey <laughs> but, but resources like what you have um, Dr. Victoria Waller, I, I'm very excited to, to promote your book because that's exactly what a lot of parents need from <laughs> the beginning. So tell us a little bit more about how we can get a hold of this amazing book. Well, first of all, it's on pre-order on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. If you look on uh, Google and just put in Dr. Victoria Waller or Yes, Your Child Can, it comes right up. And it's June, which we're almost in May, so it's only a month away. You can get it. And of course, you can look at my drvictoriawaller.com and I give a free 20-minute um, talk. And I've had a couple of people already call me and I I don't think I've ever talked only 20 minutes in my life, but I would like to help people um, to if they do have questions or help them if they have questions about their child or the, or the person that's working with their child, anything like that. I, I have I can answer a lot of it in my book. It's funny. I have one thing to tell you about. That's interesting. What is your son? What is he good at that he likes right now that he's doing in college? He is um, majoring in film. He creates. Movies. Oh, that's right. And it's, it's amazing. Like I, I know 
people it's literally amazing the gift that he has for the eye for for editing for all the things it's 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 great I'm so excited for him oh that's funny both my kids ended up in film but the funny thing is this book was written and it was written the story of the boy who was the cook and I took it to an editor and she said oh my god it's such a wonderful story who's gonna buy it I went what she said it's about one kid and I went home and I thought, ew, and I put it on a shelf. That was the end of it. Then one day that mother came to me, what's wrong with my kid's brain? Then within a week, very tall boy, scraggly hair. I look out and I go, hello. And he goes, Dr. Waller. And I said, who are you? And he said, I'm Dexter. Well, I remember Dexter because what did he do? He would be, he would do claymation films and he would do all the claymation. This was um, he's already 30 years old. So you're talking, this is over 20 some years ago. He would do the claymation. He would write the stories, all spelled incorrectly, but he would write the stories. Then he would direct all of the kids around him. And he said, I wanted to come and thank you. I said, okay. He said, I'm getting my doctorate. I said, whoa. He said, I got wait, a master's degree too from Yale. This is somebody that a, a principal told the mother He'll never be anything. He'll work at McDonald's. That's what a principal told him before he came to me. Okay, Yale, Clark, master's degrees, just got a doctorate and is getting a postdoc. I said, well, what's your passion? I was at film because we're in LA. Trees. I said, what? He is now, if you go online to find him, he is the foremost authority now on trees, you know, with the environment and planting the trees so we don't have bad areas and give people beauty and I mean, I was in Iceland and I'm on this bus touring around and they started talking about the trees that they brought into Iceland from Seattle. And all of a sudden I'm looking because I thought, oh, I have to see this because this is what Dexter likes. Trees, he found his passion. I've never had a student like trees, but it was fascinating. That's right, you told me, you're, you're in LA. Are you in LA? Remember. Yeah. So he is he in film school or undergrad? He is in film school right now. He's in uh, Syracuse, New York at Syracuse University. Fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to hear. You'll have to call me when he gets back and needs a job. Oh, yes. You're going <laughs> to see his movie someday on the big screen. I am so confident and no doubt at all in my brain. So uh, everybody will know him someday. Uh, but that's that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on and why I hope people really come and get to your book um, and grab it because you are giving parents that hope and that the, the, the goal setting, the aspirations for our kids that sometimes I feel like society makes us like stuff down as soon as we find out that our, our kid doesn't learn the same way as everybody wrong. read or they can't they can't whatever they have they can't speak as well they don't write as good they don't comprehend something like it doesn't matter what you, the learning difference might look like your child is special and they have the potential to do great things someday and all you need to do is get a little bit of guidance hold their hand a little bit teach them a little bit more and bam, you will see them flourish. And I love what you're doing. I love what you're promoting. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and thank you so and I like what you're saying because it's true. Let's find what's right with our children, not what's wrong. Something just came out from understood.org and I'm a little upset. They said that 48% of parents now still think their child will snap out of it. That's not very good. And 33% of teachers 
think the children are lazy. Yeah, well, that comes from society, I feel like. And, and parents uh, wanting, not wanting to admit that maybe their child is going to take a different path that they, you know, that you're not familiar with because maybe you don't have as, as a parent have a learning difference. So, or maybe, maybe a parent does have, usually it's hereditary. It's somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Usually it does. And hopefully, you know, you can be that parent to help support your child. And with this book, you're going to have the guidance that you need, the resources that you yes. want to go look for. I'm excited to have you on today. Thank you so much. Can you tell us again? Uh, is it it's where we can get your book and how to contact you? Yes, one but more time. contact me is www.drvictoriawaller.com. And please, if you have questions, although they have you, but if you have questions, you can call for a 12, a 20 minute consultation. I've never only talked 20 minutes in my life, but it's okay. You can. Yes, your child can. And it's on pre-order now. It'll, it's coming out June 7th. And I just want to say something that I got a shout, a shout out from Courtney Kardashian and she called me the rock star tutor. So I just want you to know that I'm from Detroit. And so that's Motown. So for anybody to call me a rock star, I'm very happy. And here's my book. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it will help you if you if you're at that beginning point what can I do or you want ideas or I have lists of books great books that you, you can read to your child or your child can read but you can read to them great books there's so much packed in here vacation meltdowns what do you do just getting ready for a vacation okay let's hold it let's everybody's so excited and your kid has a meltdown start a week ahead honey today Pack the bathing suits and the underwear and the, here's the suitcase. There's so many tips for parents of children with learning differences. There are just a lot of tips. And I think it's an easy read. It's for, you could take it with you, you know, when you're going to car, uh, pool, carpool and you're sitting in the car and then just mark the, at the end the, the blue boxes that are so nice because it tells you what to do. So you only have to, if you want to look at something, you go, oh, what did she say about medicine? And then there at the end of the chapter, you have the takeaways. I think that really helps. Then you don't have to read the whole chapter. I'm very excited. Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll meet. Yes, yes, I'm sure we will. I would like to. Thank you for being on today. Thank you so much. And I hope that you go ahead and get this book. It's an amazing resource and that today's episode brought you a lot of value. Plus, if you want to become a more impactful parent, don't forget to download the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and full of episodes just like this one that's going to help you in your parenting journey. Investing in your family looks like learning the warning signs of certain behaviors so that you can stop bad things before they start, or discovering new parenting techniques to make your parenting more effective. And it's all about joining a community of like-minded parents that also want to be the best parent they can for their child. And all of this, plus so much more, can be found inside the Impactful Parent app. So download it today. You got nothing to lose. It's a free parenting resource. So go to theimpactfulparent.com app and discover how you can step up your parenting game and be a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app. 
so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.